Hello, my fellow divers, and welcome back to another episode of Crime Dive, where we take a deep dive into crime. I'm your host, Lexi. Thank you so much for listening. If you're new, welcome to the water. We're so happy to have you. If you're returning, welcome back to the water. We missed you, and thank you for coming back to take another deep dive into crime with us. As always, please be sure to check out our episode description, and there you will find our timestamps, so that way you can skip ahead as much as you would like. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram as well as TikTok and using our support link to help us out over here at Crime Dive. You can find all of that in the episode description. So today we're going to be talking about the mysterious murder of Stacy DeGrandchamp. She was a high school student and this case is very frustrating to me. The way in which she was killed and the reason why she was killed is just so unnecessary, extremely preventable, and honestly very upsetting that this was something that happened to somebody that really didn't do anything wrong. So with that, let's get right into the case. Stacy Maria DeGrandchamp was born on October 29th, 1984 in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Her mother's name was Rita and she was an only child. So Stacy was raised by her mother and her mother alone. Her mom was a single mother and this made them really, really close. Stacy was described by the people who knew her as being very popular. She was goofy, outgoing, and she just had a great attitude about everything. She was very positive and this made people really like her. Not to mention, Stacy was gorgeous. She was very, very pretty and she had this kind of 2000s preppy girl vibe in the way she dressed. She was very much an early 2000s queen and and she was not afraid to show it. She loved styling herself. She loved looking cute. She was really that girl. Stacy attended Wayne High School in Fort Wayne, Indiana, where she was a junior and she loved to play volleyball. That was one of her favorite sports and she really enjoyed being on a team. Stacy also had plans to attend Ball State University in Indiana when she graduated and she wanted to study computer technology. For as popular as Stacy was and well-liked as she was, there were a few people that didn't like her very much. This had a lot to do with the fact that they were haters to say the least. They hated on her because she was pretty and because she was popular. Oftentimes, you know how high school girls can be. They can be very jealous and they'll judge you, talk about you when really it's all about how they feel about themselves, not necessarily you. Because Stacy didn't really bother anybody. She just hung out with her friends and stayed in her lane. So in the spring of 2002, Stacy decided to attend a house party. At that party, she met a boy named Brandon Muff. Now Brandon was 20 at the time and he had already graduated high school and Stacy was 17 and she was a junior in high school. But Stacy didn't mind that Brandon was a little bit older than her. She liked the fact that he was older and that he was a little bit of a bad boy. You know, that bad boy, good girl combination thing going on. Stacy just enjoyed the thrill of being with somebody that was a little bit edgier than what she was used to. So as Stacy and Brandon began to date, she started hanging out with his friends a little more than hers. And Brandon had a friend group that was kind of mixed up of older people and younger people. There were three girls in Brandon's friend group named Amanda Richards, Whitney McGee, and Holly Boysford. And they were known in school as the party girls. They were more Stacy's age. They were 16, 17. Like I said, they were known as the party girls in school. And this was because of Holly Boysford. So Holly was known to host the hottest parties at the school and she had a pool 
And you know, somebody has a pool, it's the perfect venue, especially when it's warm out. And she had the parents who didn't give a damn to go along with it. Holly's dad did not care what she did. She could have as many people over as she wanted, whenever she wanted. And as you can imagine, this made her pretty popular. Now, Whitney, Holly, and Amanda, they were a trio of friends within Brandon's friend group, and they were very close. But Holly was said to be the leader of this trio. And oftentimes she could be pretty bossy. Some people thought she was a bully. She was very outspoken and liked to have things her way. And she just had a very strong personality. So this really did make her in her mind kind of like the head bitch in charge of her friend group. Now that Stacy's dating Brandon and she's spending time with his friends, she was spending a lot of time around Holly, Whitney, and Amanda. But Stacy and Holly, they didn't just meet. This was not their first time crossing paths. They had a little bit of an incident in eighth grade at one of Holly's pool parties. So let's jump back to eighth grade. Stacy was at one of Holly's pool parties just hanging out and she was sitting at the edge of Holly's pool with her feet just kind of dangling in the water and she was splashing. And Holly reportedly said, you're dancing around like a little fucking princess. And Stacy was absolutely humiliated. She was very upset at this. She was like, what did I do to you? Holly said this in front of the entire party and she was so embarrassed that she just left the party. Of course, as I said, people judge Stacy a lot because they were very jealous of her. They would just unprovoked come at her for no reason. And this is probably what happened in this case. I think Holly may have been a little bit jealous of Stacy, you know, calling her like a little princess, like girl, maybe you think she's a princess and you're jealous. So it's had a lot to do with her own insecurities, I'm sure. That was really the base of their issue. So jumping back to the spring of 2002, where now Stacy and Holly have crossed paths again. And things for the most part seem to be pretty settled between them. You know, that beef was old. It was back in eighth grade. Stacy's coming in with, you know, an open mind. And you know, they're much older now, they're juniors. Like, okay, that was a long time ago. Time to grow up and move on. The girls weren't best friends by any means. They weren't very close, but they coexisted because Stacy was dating Brandon. She was hanging out with them more. So for the most part, they got along, but they kind of just tried to stay away from each other. But this was more so because Holly had a little bit of an issue with Stacy. And this issue was the fact that Holly and Brandon actually used to date. That's right, Stacy was now dating Brandon, Holly's ex. Now I guess Holly thought that her and Brandon would get back together in the future, but then Brandon started dating Stacy, so Holly kind of knew that that probably wouldn't happen. So Holly was pretty jealous of Stacy because she felt like she was standing in the way of her and Brandon getting back together. And over time, Holly really did not hide this animosity that she felt towards Stacy by just being more aggressive towards her and she's just treating her differently than she did everyone else. You know how when people have a problem with you and they won't tell you what the problem is because they don't have the guts, so they just treat you differently? Like they'll get mad at you over something dumb, but you know that they're not mad at you over that one dumb thing. They're mad at you because there's something deeper lying beneath the surface that they just don't wanna say. It was kind of like that between them. Holly would be petty and pick on Stacy over dumb stuff when in reality, it had nothing to do with that small thing. It was the fact that she was just jealous of her. So you know how mean girls do. If they don't like someone, they don't want anybody else to like them. Holly would always tell the other girls in the group, Whitney and Amanda, that she didn't like Stacy at all. And this really started to create tension between the group because Holly was doing everything she could to turn her two friends against the one girl she did not like, Stacy. But this was pretty complicated, especially for Whitney McGee, because she really liked Stacy. And the more Stacy hung around them, the closer they 
they got. So she felt very caught in the middle because she was just as close to both of them. Well, she was a little closer to Holly because she knew her longer, but she really liked Stacy too. She wasn't just gonna not like her because Holly didn't. The relationship between Whitney and Stacy really made Holly jealous, which made her not like Stacy even more. But Holly would soon get her wish because it didn't take long for Stacy and Whitney to start having problems. And their issues started with the fact that Whitney had heard that Stacy was talking shit about her to Whitney's ex-boyfriend. Apparently Stacy was saying something along the lines of Whitney really wanted him back and she was calling her thirsty. But this has never been proven that Stacy did in fact say these things. It was just something that Whitney heard that Stacy said about her and Whitney got upset. And once Holly found out that Whitney and Stacy were having problems, of course, she did what she could to drive a wedge further and further between them. She was like, yes, somebody else doesn't like the person that I don't like. And it's one of my best friends, perfect. She was already jealous of the relationship between Whitney and Stacy. So once she heard that they were having problems, she was all for it and did everything she could to make the issues between them twice as bad by going back and saying things that Stacy may have said about Whitney that she probably didn't. And it's rumored that Holly was the one who told Whitney that Stacy was talking about her to her ex. This isn't confirmed, but my theory is that Holly was so jealous of Whitney and Stacy's friendship that she started a rumor that Stacy was talking behind Whitney's back in order to get Whitney to turn against her. And then Holly's like, see, I told you about that girl. I told you, but like, girl, no, you probably started the rumor because you were just that jealous. This isn't confirmed, but I feel like I know how girls are and that does not seem too far off, especially with the way things played out. I would not be surprised at all. Now, Stacey wasn't the type to pick fights with people. She wasn't the type to go back and gossip behind people's backs, but she would stand up for herself. So she's the kind of girl where she wouldn't start it, but she would do everything she could to finish it. And she was not scared of Holly and her bullshit. She saw Holly for who she was, an insecure mean girl, and she was not worried about standing up for herself at all. But tensions between the girls and Stacey are really mounting. They're really rising. Holly was spreading more and more rumors all throughout the school about Stacy. She wanted everybody to hate her as much as she did. And like I said, this is what mean girls do. They can't just not like you and mind their business. They have to turn the whole school against you. And this is what Holly was trying to do. And Stacy at this point, she doesn't really know what to do. She's just over the drama, over the mess. So she decides to distance herself from the girls and the group because it was just all becoming too much. She even breaks up with Brandon weeks before the end of her junior year. I mean, she was just over the drama. She felt like it was time to move on from everybody. And I think dating Brandon, it got to a point where it just wasn't worth the drama and the mess and the strife. So Stacy decides to kind of recalibrate her life and think, okay, let me just go back to the people that I knew previous before this and start spending more time with them. Over the summer of her junior year leading into her senior year, Stacy starts hanging out with a girl named Abby Oswald. Abby also went to Wayne High School and she was actually good friends with Stacy's now ex, Brandon. So this was another person that Stacy had met through Brandon. They were very, very close. After Stacy and Brandon broke up, Abby and Stacy continued to be friends, even though Abby was best friends with Brandon, but neither of them cared. They had their own friendship and that was that. Because Abby had known Brandon for a very long time, but she was so close to Stacy, and they actually had a very great friendship. They were said to be best friends. They did everything together over that summer. So on August 15th, 2002, Stacy and Abby decided that they wanted to go to the mall because Stacy needed to pick out an outfit for her senior pictures coming up. 
you know, your senior pictures that you take at the beginning of your senior year and then you post them and let everybody know, hey, I'm a senior. Think a lot of people did that. I know I did that. Everybody at my school did that. So Stacy wanted to pick out an outfit for these pictures because they're very important. While they're out at the mall hanging out and then they leave the mall, they're kind of hanging out majority of the day together, just killing time, doing regular teenage girl stuff. So they're hanging out and a little bit later, Abby asks Stacy if she wants to go to a house party that night. There's a house party around town and Abby really wants to go with Stacy. And the area in which the party was at was in a very sketchy neighborhood. The address of the party was 1353 Guthrie Street in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Now this probably wasn't the place for high schoolers to be. It was a pretty sketchy area, sketchy vibe, but Abby really wanted to go and she wanted Stacy to come with her. And this had a lot to do with the fact that the people throwing the party were none other than Brandon and his roommate, Justin Troop. So this was Brandon's house and he was throwing this party and he really wanted Abby and Stacy to go. Brandon had called Abby and asked her, hey, please, like I really want you and Stacy to come. And this had a lot to do with the fact that Brandon wanted to win Stacy back. He really didn't like the fact that they had broken up and he wanted to make things right between them. But Stacy didn't want to be with him anymore. I think she was just over him and all the drama with his little friend group. She just wanted to move on. Not to mention, she didn't want to run into Holly, Whitney, and Amanda because the chances of them being there were pretty high because they were the party girls of the school. They were pretty close to Brandon, but apparently Brandon told Abby that they wouldn't be there. So Stacy agreed. As long as those girls weren't gonna be there, she was down to go. So around 9.30 that night, Stacy and Abby arrived at the party at Brandon's house. But as soon as Stacy gets out the car, she looks up at the house and she sees Holly and Brandon sitting on the front porch. And Stacy's like, the hell is she doing here? You know, she was told that none of them would be there. And the first person she sees when she gets out is Holly, the one that she has the most issues with. So she was a bit thrown off at this. Now, Whitney and Amanda weren't there because they knew that if their parents found out they were there, they would be really mad and it just wasn't worth the risk. So they decided to drop Holly off at Brandon's house and go to another friend's house nearby. Holly was supposed to page them when she was ready to get picked up. But if she hadn't paged them by the time they had left their friend's house, they were gonna go back and get her her anyway. It's so weird saying Paige. It's like such an early 2000s, 90s thing. But when Holly never paged Whitney or Amanda, they decided to go back around Brandon's house anyway to get Holly as they agreed. And they returned to Brandon's around 11.30 p.m. But when they pulled up, all they saw were a bunch of cop cars and ambulances. And a bunch of people from the party were gathered outside talking to police. Whitney and Amanda are like, what the hell is going on? What happened? They don't really know what to think. Outside speaking with detectives was none other than Abby Oswald, Stacy's friend that she had shown up to the party with and Brandon's mutual friend as well. So according to Abby, this is what happened. Stacy and Abby walked up to Brandon's house after arriving for the party. Brandon and Holly were sitting on the front porch of the house. Stacy and Holly see each other and immediately it was on site. Like immediately they walk up to each other face to face and they're arguing. They're mad. And eventually this argument turned into a physical altercation and they were punching each other, kicking, pulling hair. Eventually they ended up on the ground, just rolling around fighting. And they're just literally fighting on the front lawn of Brandon's house in front of the whole party. Stacy was actually overpowering Holly and she was on top of her while Holly was on the ground. And I just want to point out, it's always the people that talk the most shit that always end up losing the fight. I don't understand. You have all this mouth, but you don't have any hands. 
I don't get it. But anyway, Stacy was giving Holly the work. She was punching her, beating her. She was even kicking her in the head. I think this was a lot of her animosity and frustration that she had against Holly for all the rumors and everything that she had been starting about her and she was finally getting it all out. I'm not gonna say it's right that she was kicking her in the head, but I can understand how she was probably so fed up with all of these girls and Holly was the main one that was causing the drama. She just probably needed to get it out. I'm not gonna say it's right, but I understand. So while the girls are fighting, Stacy suddenly goes limp. She's been fighting, she's losing her strength. And it's at this point that Brandon decides to break up the fight. He's standing nearby watching and he grabs Stacy by the ankle and pulls her off of Holly. And when he pulls her off, she gets thrown into some nearby recycling bins. And as Stacy gets up and walks away, she's staggering and she's struggling to walk. It's at this point that Abby decides to take her home. So they decide to leave the party. But as Stacy's trying to get into the car, she collapses on the passenger side and she starts having a seizure on the ground. Abby was absolutely horrified and runs over to help her. Brandon sees what's going on from afar and he also runs over to help. But as he's helping Stacy, he notices something under her shirt and he lifts it up. And it's there that he sees Stacy's bra is soaked in blood. So they decide to call 911. Stacy was taken away by ambulance to Parkview Hospital Randalia, and she was rushed into emergency surgery to repair the damage caused by her injuries. Stacy had two stab wounds, one to her upper chest and one to her abdomen. Around 11 p.m., Stacy's mom, Rita, gets a voicemail from Brandon. He's pretty much telling her that Stacy was at his house and that she's hurt very bad and that the ambulance is there. So Rita rushes to the hospital where she's told by the hospital staff that Stacy DeGrandchamp, her only child, had passed away in the wee hours of August 16th, 2002, at only 17 years old, just weeks before the start of her senior year. This was something that no one expected. I mean, they were on the ground fighting. People were letting them have their go at it. Everyone knew that they were having problems and they figured it was best to just let them get their frustrations out. But I don't think anybody expected that by the end of the night, someone was going to be killed over something so petty. And given Stacy's injuries, it was clear that it was a homicide. Holly and Brandon were immediately taken to the police station for questioning while investigators began processing the crime scene. Initially, investigators are looking at the front lawn of Brandon's house because this is where the altercation occurred. But there were no weapons at this crime scene. There were none on the ground, none in the surrounding area. There was nothing. Police eventually obtained a search warrant to go inside Brandon's house and see if they could find evidence in there. And they took some kitchen knives from the house that were just lying on the counter. They took that in for DNA testing to see if they were possibly used as the murder weapon. Back at the police station, Holly and Brandon are being questioned separately to find out how this altercation turned into a murder. Now, this is what happened according to Holly. So Holly claimed that as soon as she walked out of Brandon's house and came outside on the porch, Stacy started screaming at her. And once they met up and they came face to face, Stacy grabbed Holly by her hair and pulled her across the yard. Holly did denied even hitting Stacy said that she wasn't able to fight back because Stacy was kicking her in the head so hard she couldn't even see and the investigator kind of 
pokes at her and questions her a little bit. He's like, you didn't fight back at all. You didn't defend yourself. And Holly's like, no, no, I couldn't. Like I couldn't see, which doesn't really sound that believable. Girl, you definitely threw a few punches. Holly continues with her story and she says that Brandon grabbed Stacy by the ankle and pulled her off of her. She said that she did not stab Stacy and all they were doing was physically fighting. Holly also claimed that she did not have a knife. She posed the theory that Stacy might have fallen on glass when she was thrown into the recycling bins and maybe there was some glass lying on the ground that once she was thrown into the ground that she had accidentally been stabbed. So police then decide to interview Brandon and they want to see his side of the story. According to Brandon, he decided to break up the fight and he grabbed Stacy by the ankle, but he claimed that he didn't realize how hard he had pulled her and that he was just, I guess, caught up in the moment. And he ended up throwing her into the recycling bins by accident. And he said the same thing as Holly. He assumed that Stacy's injuries were caused by broken glass on the ground near the recycling bins because he also didn't see Holly with a knife. As police were processing the crime scene, they did not find any glass in or around the recycling bins. There wasn't any evidence that she had been accidentally stabbed after being thrown into the ground. Not to mention that Stacy's wounds were said to be caused by a single edge, sharp bladed knife, not glass. Police decide to let Brandon and Holly go for the time being. They really didn't have enough evidence to hold them, but they were definitely going to be speaking to them again at some point. Stacy's funeral was held on August 19th, 2002, and she was buried in her outfit for her senior pictures that she had picked out the day she had passed away, which is honestly so eerie and sad to think about. Stacy was picking this outfit out to celebrate a milestone in her life, but who knew that she would be picking out the outfit that she would be buried in just a few days later. Abby, Whitney, and Amanda were in attendance at her funeral. Now, Whitney and Amanda didn't end on the best terms with Stacy, but they really wanted to put all of that petty drama aside and support her family as well as her. I think when things like this happen, you realize how much stuff just doesn't matter and how stupid a lot of the stuff that people get mad about and care about really are. Like, it's not that serious. Brandon also attended and Stacy's family was not happy about this because they honestly thought like he was involved. They thought like him and Holly had somehow conspired to kill Stacy. So they did not want him there, but Holly did not attend. I think she knew no one wanted her there. I don't even think she wanted to be there in the first place. So she decided not to go to the funeral. So Whitney and Amanda at this point, they're pretty done with Holly. They decide to stop hanging out with her. They had a feeling that she was the one who did this and they wanted nothing to do with her anymore. Holly actually called Whitney in the days after Stacy's death to try and convince her that she had nothing to do with it. But Whitney didn't believe her. She's like, there's no one else that could have done it. And they never spoke again. So everyone returns to school in the fall. And of course, everybody's talking about what happened. It's pretty clear that everyone's on the same page about it. And they think that it was Holly. They feel like Holly was the one who killed Stacy. But they also theorized that Brandon tricked Stacy into coming to the party so Holly could do something to her. There was a rumor that started that even Whitney was involved. And this was because of a voicemail that she had left Stacy hours before the party was set to begin. In case you didn't hear that, this is what Whitney said. Stacy, this is Whitney. You do need to get a hold of me because otherwise some people are looking for you, okay? 
Now, this appears to be pretty threatening, if you ask me. And once detectives had caught wind of this, they were like, okay, we need to speak to Whitney because this sounds pretty suspicious. So they decided to interview Whitney and they asked her why she left that voicemail. But Whitney claimed that it was not what it appeared to be. She said that this was her warning to Stacy about Holly. She knew that Holly wanted to fight her and she didn't want them to end up at the same place at the same time to prevent something like what happened. I don't think she knew Holly was gonna kill Stacy, but she definitely knew there would be some sort of altercation. Whitney knew about the party that night. I mean, she's the one who dropped Holly off and she knew there was a chance that Stacy could be there. So before the party was set to start, she said she was just calling Stacy to give her a heads up. So police ruled her out pretty quickly. They figured that she really was genuinely just trying to warn Stacy. But it seemed like Brandon, on the other hand, he was trying to get Holly and Stacy to cross paths. It's almost like he wanted them to fight over him in a weird way. He liked the fact that Holly and Stacy were having problems for what he felt like was because of him. I mean, that was why Holly had problems with Stacy, but Stacy didn't really care at that point. She was over Brandon. She had broken up with him. But detectives felt like Brandon, Holly, and even Abby all conspired to get Stacy at the party so her and Holly could fight because it was said that Brandon had called Holly hours before the party and told her that if she didn't come, he would never speak to her again. Now, who wouldn't go to the party if somebody said that? I don't think this has been confirmed that he did say this, but this is what investigators found out. And of course, that's gonna make Holly wanna go to the party. Brandon then called Abby and was desperately convincing Stacy to come to the party. And Abby, who was very close to Brandon, she was doing a lot to convince Stacy to come to the party too. So police really felt like maybe there was some sort of conspiracy going on to get Stacy hurt or even killed. And they decide to bring Abby in for questioning. But Abby completely denied this. She said she had no involvement and had no idea that Holly would be there. She said she would never put Stacy in that position. I personally think Abby was trying to convince Stacy to go because she knew Brandon wanted to get back with her. And she felt like as Brandon's friend, it was her responsibility to bring Stacy there to kind of help him out and see if they could rekindle their relationship. I don't think Abby was doing that to get them to fight. Abby also told police that she was trying to break up the fight and get Stacy the hell out of there because she had no clue that that was gonna go down. And she also said that she never saw Holly with a knife. Then police decided to question Brandon's roommate, Justin, the guy that he shared that house with where the party took place. According to Justin, he tried to break up Holly and Stacy's fight as soon as it started, but that Brandon stopped him and told him to let them fight. Justin also said that Brandon instructed him on what to say to police and that he said, just tell them that Holly didn't do it and that Stacy just tripped and fell. So at this point, Brandon's starting to look a little bit suspicious. It seemed like he was trying to get them to fight. And then when that happened, it was like he was trying to cover it up. It seemed like him and Holly had the same story about what happened and he wanted everyone else around them to have that same story. On December 12th, 2002, four months after Stacy's death, Brandon was questioned by police for a second time. But at this point, he was done giving them any more information. He told them that he was not a snitch. And he said that he 
once again, never saw Holly with a knife. So it seems like Brandon either knows more, it seems like Brandon knows more than what he's saying and he's just trying to protect Holly or he was involved and he's trying to protect Holly and himself. Now, this case seems like it would be very easy to solve because there was only one person that was fighting Stacy at the time. But for some reason, no one's coming forward. No one's telling the truth. So it's very hard to prove because no one will say anything. And without a weapon or a witness account saying that they saw Holly take a knife and stab Stacy, there really wasn't much they could do. So the case went cold. So let's fast forward to March of 2019, 17 years after Stacy was murdered. Her cousin, Jamie McMillan, decides that she wants to contact cold case detective Brian Martin. She desperately wanted him to question the people that were there the night Stacy was killed to see if they would finally come forward with any information that they had. I mean, by this point, they're a little older, so they might be more forthcoming with what they saw that night, and this could really help solve the case. And Detective Martin was all for it. So he decides to first question Abby. He tracks down a now adult Abby to see what she knows and if she'll finally come forward with anything that she may have left out 17 years earlier. But Abby sticks to her story. She said that she never saw Holly with a weapon. So detectives decide to now track down and speak to an adult Brandon because back then Brandon was being pretty sus about everything. He was being very tight-lipped. Seemed like he was trying to have his story line up with the people around him, even though he knew it may not have been true. But Brandon once again claimed that he never saw Holly with any weapon. At this point, Detective Martin, he thinks that Abby and Brandon are being genuine. Feels like they feel very bad about what happened, but that they really just don't know anymore and he decides to rule them out. I personally think Brandon knows more than what he's telling, but that hasn't been proven and he was ruled out as a suspect. I think Abby's innocent, but I think Brandon knows more. I don't know if he was directly involved, but I do think that he's trying to protect Holly. That's just my opinion. So a month later, April 29th, 2019, Detective Martin tracks down Holly in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. So now we're at Mean Girl's house, adult Holly. You know, you always wanna see how those people turn out because it's always the people that were like the mean people in high school. You just always wanna see how they turned out. Detective Martin decides to go to her home to question her. And he said that when Holly answered the door and saw him, she went pale. Once Detective Martin goes inside Holly's home, he begins to question her. And I'm gonna play some clips from their interview. Nothing made sense about the whole thing. How so? Everybody there, we were all friends. But you and Stacy had kind of had a little beef going on because of Brandon. It was so stupid that was. It it was, I agree, it was like one of those just petty high school girl things, right? Exactly. Okay, so. I know everybody says that I did something to her. I know that they blame me. She was my friend. We were terrible teenage girls, but she was still my friend. I would not have done that to her intentionally. I never would have pulled a knife on her. We were terrible bitches to each other, but she was still my friend. I didn't expect that we were going to fight. Do you recall, did you have your uh, pocket knife with you that day? I didn't even have it with me. Like, if it was there, it was in my bag. It's not like I walk around holding it. Have you seen it recently? Do you have it now? Holly had admitted to owning a knife 
for protection. And at the end there, she's going to go get it. So Holly gets up to retrieve the knife and she hands it over to Detective Martin. And the knife was sent for DNA testing back in Fort Wayne, Indiana. It was found that Stacy's DNA was not on the knife, but the type of knife that Holly handed over matched the stab wounds on Stacy's body. And this was enough for police to arrest her. And on March 25th, 2020, Holly was arrested and charged for the murder of Stacy DeGrandchamp. She was extradited from Wisconsin back to Fort Wayne, Indiana to face her charges. On November 12th, 2020, the pre-trial hearing began and prosecutors had an unexpected witness come forward with a testimony that nailed Holly. And this witness was none other than Amanda Richards. And I'm gonna play her testimony for you here. So we got to the house that night and before we got there, Holly always had a knife that she carried with her. Well, that night, she took the knife with her and when we got there, she had me hold it in my purse. Who was with you when you arrived? Was that um, you and Whitney and Holly? Yes. Okay. So as, as Whitney and I were getting ready to leave, Holly asked me for the knife back. And I didn't think anything of it, you know, so I gave it back to her. Okay. And um, as Whitney and I were pulling away from the house, Stacy pulled up. This testimony was absolutely damning. The fact that Amanda came forward and said that she did in fact hand Holly her knife back after she asked for it. Holly asked for her knife back right before she was most likely going to see Stacy. This right here was the testimony that everyone was looking for. Why would Holly ask for the knife back all of a sudden right before she's going to the party? Stands to reason she did this because she knew she was going to use it. In my opinion, this shows premeditation, but they really just weren't able to prove that. Finally, after 18 years, someone came forward with what happened that night. They finally had a witness that could place a knife in Holly's hand just minutes before she murdered Stacy. Why it took Amanda so long to come forward, I don't know. I don't wanna judge because I've never been in that situation, but it is very frustrating to know that the whole time someone could have given a testimony and an account that could have put Holly away a long time ago. And it's sad that her family did have to wait for justice, but at least they did finally get it. Holly was offered a plea deal by the state and she pled guilty to voluntary manslaughter and she admitted to stabbing and killing Stacy. She said that she stabbed her twice with her knife and even motioned to where she did it. The places that she motioned were consistent with where Stacy was stabbed. Holly also said that no one else was involved in this crime but her, because for a while there, everyone was wondering if Brandon was involved or if Abby was involved, but she completely denied this and said that it was just her. On January 14th, 2022, Holly was sentenced to 25 years and three years probation, but she ended up getting five years suspended, so she only had to serve 20. I think Holly should have gotten a longer sentence, but she was only 16 at the time, so I think that's why they gave her a little bit of leniency. It's not surprising at all that Holly was found to be the killer because literally no one else could have done this. But 
I'm glad that justice was served and that she's finally behind bars. I really find this case, as I said in the beginning, very frustrating. It's so unfair that such a petty issue, literally over a boy, ended someone's entire life. She had so much life to live. She had plans to go to college and now we'll never get to know what could have become of Stacy. I really do feel for her family. No one should ever have to bury their child, especially so young before they've even really gotten to go out here and live to their full potential. I mean, the things that Stacy was killed over was just so petty, like little teenage stuff that wouldn't have even mattered in a month. And the fact that Holly made such a permanent decision based on such temporary emotions is really frustrating. At that point, they weren't even talking anymore. Stacy had broken up with Brandon. I don't get why Holly couldn't just let it go. But with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. We will be back next week with another episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope to see you in the water soon.